Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, good morning and welcome to Q&A. We're so glad that you decided to join us this morning and you will see the numbers up on the screen. So if you have questions from the service this morning, we want to encourage you to text them in so you can have them answered this morning. <laughs> yes, I hope so. Uh, great service this morning. I'm really glad we're going through this passage and going line by line. Yeah. That was very helpful. Yeah, it. Um, you know, we always go through a try and teach the passage, uh, expo- what's referred to as expositorily, word by word, line by line. Uh, this specifically this morning was a uh, a passage for some who weren't familiar with the maybe the controversy or the confusion that were like I, I don't I don't get it, but for many, <clears throat> myself included, for years this was a super confusing passage, and I felt like I would have to do gymnastics. To try to, and this is what some people do, and and um, they try to redefine justified and what it actually means versus what Paul means with justified. And <clears throat> once I got that, the key to the passage is just read the first verse of the <laughs> of the section, verse fourteen, carefully enough to say what's really the question being answered. Mm-hmm. I think. The text is actually pretty clear, but if you don't get there, then you get into the text and it's like, oh man, justified by works, justified by works. I don't understand. I thought we were justified by faith, mm-hmm. and that that key word uh, NIV says, "Can such a such, faith, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. a faith save you?" ESV and New American Standard both say that faith. So mm-hmm. it's a, a type of what people would say, this is faith. What type of faith was the nature? So I think, I, I hope that once we clarified the question in verse 14, that the answer actually was was pretty clear. I think it was really helpful just to see the intentionality of the way that James had written. Yeah. That was ve- such that. So I have NIV. And so seeing that, I was like, Never, same here. I've blown past that. No. You get to the part that sounds confusing and you miss the key yeah, introductory statement. Yes. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it, because after that's pretty clear. Two examples the helping a homeless, hungry person and helping uh, and, and demons. Mm-hmm. Both of those pretty clear. And then Abraham and Rahab uh, demonstrating the point. So no need to mm-hmm. give the message again. That's <laughs> But hopefully helpful to folks. Mm-hmm. So we have some questions that have come in. Um, first one here is regarding Rahab. So they said Rahab lied. Scripture tells us several times of lies that seem to be God's work. Rahab, Moses hidden in the reeds, wise men not telling Herod when they found the baby. How do I square that with Scripture about not lying? Yeah, that, that's a good question, and you, you may not like this answer. But here's what I think is the accurate answer. The scripture demonstrates, uh, strike that. The scripture says that she had faith. The scripture does not say that her lying was acceptable and good. 
And somehow, because we think what she did gets celebrated, that the way she did it is being um, condoned. Mm. And that's not true. You need to separate... at least this is where I got in my own thinking because I often have wrestled with that question. And, gone, uh, and and I went out of my way to make a point. She's lying, 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 lying because I don't want to acknowledge yeah. that she's not lying. Mm-hmm. So she is lying. The scripture never goes and Rahab lied and it was good. Right. That but it does say in Hebrews 11, she makes the what's considered the hall of fame of faith in Hebrews 11 and she demonstrated faith. She believed the reality of what is true about God. She said it with her mouth, and then she staked her life upon it. That's saving faith. So not a lie that is um, condoned, but faith was present nonetheless. And I think the same is with the the midwives in that was referenced with Moses and the killing of the babies and the, the saying, well, these Hebrew women, they give birth too quickly. <laughs> They're too fast. We can't get them fast enough. So uh, again, there's an act of faith in the doing in what was done, not necessarily in how it was done. Mm-hmm. And if we can be a little more honest with ourselves and less judgmental when we see stuff like this in the text, wow, um, our lives are mixed bags as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll let you speak for yourself. My life is a mixed I would bag. Agree. My life of, is a mixed bag, yeah. Meaning there are things that I've done by faith for the Lord in the right way, and there's Plenty of times where, though, even way I did maybe good things, I didn't do them in the right way. Mm. And I, I can't excuse those. I, I simply need to acknowledge when I've sinned, lying's a sin, deceiving's a sin. So I confess that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a question here we're referencing the mustard seed of faith. If hmm. a mustard seed of faith is enough for salvation, is a mustard seed of works enough to demonstrate that faith? <laughs> uh, that's an interesting question. Um, I would. I don't know how to answer that other than saying the scripture said a mustard seed is enough. It never says how many, how much works is enough. Hmm. So, and I laugh at that question because that's very creatively crafted. Um, I'm wondering if that's my son, but I don't think so. Um, That's very creatively crafted. But let me get to the heart of that question. I think the heart of that question that always, uh, once we get settled in, it's not faith plus my works that save me, it's my faith that saves me, and my works reveal that I'm really saved, then the question becomes, well, how much works, how much change is enough to demonstrate that I'm really changed? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I cannot, I cannot answer that question. Theologically, it's important to understand that I I don't change myself to show that my faith is real. I am changed when my faith 
is real. Mm -hmm. So I am not trying to justify by my life that my faith is real. God is doing a work in me that is changing me, and therefore it demonstrates. So that was the point at the end that it's not that I should, it's that I will because there has been a transformation of my heart by mm -hmm. God by faith. So I will never be able to answer the question, how much evidence is enough to prove, mm -hmm. you know, if this is really a court of law, how much evidence is there? I don't know. I, I can't answer that. The Lord knows because we can say right things and there not be faith, but we have to say right things for there to be faith. We can do good things and there not be faith. Mm -hmm. But if there is faith, I, I will do good things. So how much is enough? I don't know the answer. I know the Lord knows the heart. And Jesus said to people who said all the right things and did a lot of really good things, I never knew you. So they could have lined up the evidence and, and said, see, I've said enough things. Yes. Yeah. Here's, here's all the – it's in Matthew 6, 7. Matthew 7. Here's all the things that I've done. Mm -hmm. Clearly, my faith is real. And uh, Jesus goes, no, it's not. I never knew you. See, he knew the heart. So I can do right things and not be saved. But I cannot be saved and not do right things. It comes back to the heart issue. What yeah. That inward change are works or an overflow of that right. inward change. The reason I'm going to love somebody who's difficult to love is because I have been forgiven much. Right. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to do that. And that that change, is, it's an outflow. Right. And so, but to this person's question, if you're not loving people... If you're not forgiving people who have hurt you and you're gone, I'm just not there yet. Are you saved? Could be, yes, because <laughs> you're, you're wrestling with that and you're working through that. Yeah. Is lack of forgiveness an evidence that they're not saved or is it just uh, mm -hmm. the sanctification process that they're not growing yet into their salvation? That's where I cannot answer the question for is this person saved or not? Mm -hmm. I can answer the question, if there are no works, zero works, I still don't know the heart because that may be the, still the beginning of the sanctifying process. But the scripture says, if there are zero works, there is reason to genuinely question, is there faith here? Because faith is more than words alone. Mm. And. Continuing on the theme of works, so I have a couple of questions regarding uh, basically which works reveal saving faith and what does that look like? And, you know, there's a specific question. Um, if words are not enough, what if you say you will pray for someone which is not a visible action? Uh -huh. um, so, yes, questions around that. Well, the words, um, the works for Abraham – I'll stick to the ones that um, James uses in the text. Abraham, it wasn't just a random, let me do something. He didn't come up with the idea, I'm going to show God that I really love him. I'm going to take out my son and act like I'm, I'm going to tie him up and act like I'm going to kill him just to show God how much I love him. No, that was not uh, originated from Abraham. Right. So you don't need to come up with things. Mm-hmm. 
It was a matter of obedience. Hmm. So the Lord said to Abram, go take your son, your only son, and sacrifice him on the mount that I'll show you. The scripture, so to the person asking, the scripture makes clear what the word of God commands us. So obedience is obedience to the works that the scripture reveals to us is the evidence. Mm -hmm. uh, for Rahab, again, it wasn't a, in her situation, it was different. It wasn't a command, hide the spies and I'll save you. It was actually something that she said, I'm going to do as demonstration that I really do believe. Mm -hmm. So in, in her case, she came up with, this is what I am going to do because of what I believe. Mm -hmm. So that one gets a little more fuzzy, and, and don't be concerned about that sometimes. <laughs> Things are fuzzy in our life, but there may be a time where uh, because of what you believe, you do something because you believe what you believe, you do something that's not necessarily commanded in the scripture. Like, uh, let me pick an example. You may, you may go, because I believe here, – here's one that used to – actually be kind of popular because I believe I'm not going to, I'm going to get rid of my TV. Hmm. It's not required. Scripture doesn't say thou right. shalt throw out the TV, <laughs> but as a matter of their conviction and because of what they believe and they wanted to please the Lord, people would get rid of their TV or they go, I'm not going to listen to this or I'm not going to watch this or I'm no longer going to go there or I'm no longer going to say these words or I'm no longer going to engage in these practices. And there aren't things that the scripture specifically identifies as thou shalts or thou shalt not, but they are an expression of I believe it, I'm staking my life upon it. Mm -hmm. You just can't force those things on other people. Right. Right. Actually. I know that's kind of an old example. Are you old enough to remember when people would say, I'm not watching TV anymore because I believe in Jesus, or you're not old enough? The one I remember is people uh, breaking their CDs, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and anything that wasn't Christian music, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw that away. I, that, that's the one that came to mind sure. that I remember. And there's actually a biblical precedent for that. They're, they're the, in the book of Acts, there are these books that people had that were not Christian in terms of mm -hmm. they taught false. And so they brought their books and they burned them. And so, you know, way back when I was a kid, when you burnt stuff as kind of devotion, that was, that's not required, but that is a reflection of, hey, because I believe I'm going to do those things. Now, you could do those things and not be saved. So again, let's not say that our works save us. Our faith saves us, and our faith, when it's genuine, results in works. Hmm. Will result, not should, will. Right. Sorry. And that was a key difference. When you said that this morning, I was like, well, yeah, it should. And I was like, wait a minute. And then with the will... Mm -hmm. It really does change your perspective on the way you're thinking about yep. these works. It's because I fundamentally – it's a change in my understanding of the gospel. Yes. 
when I first believed in Jesus, it was, I don't want to go to hell. Mm-hmm. He's going to save me from hell. I'm going to get to go to heaven. I'm forgiven. Don't mess it up so much again. That was kind of the weight that I felt. It was kind sure. of up to me to now live a better life because of what Jesus had done for me. Mm-hmm. There was zero, and I really mean this, there was zero understanding that in Christ I was made a new person, that I was forgiven and set free from slavery to sin, that the Spirit of God lived in me now to do the work of God through me. When I recognize that I am a new person, now it's not, hey, I should do this, it's I will do this because I am a new person. He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. It will happen. Mm-hmm. So additional question here, um, who are we trying to reveal our faith to? So when we talk about our faith, our works will reveal yeah. our faith. So who are we trying to reveal our faith to? I don't think I'm trying to reveal my faith to anyone. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'm like, if I if I identify who I'm trying to reveal my faith to, then there's times that I'm on and times that I'm off. off right. Um, now I am a new person, so because I am a new person, and First uh, Corinthians six that uh, I no longer belong to myself; that this body now belongs to the Lord. I am living a new life, far from perfect. But I am living a new life because I'm a, a new person. Now, if you're going to force me to say who, then – and this is going to sound too cheesy, which is why I don't really want to say it. But I, I would do it for the Lord, but I know that sounds too, like, churchish. But ultimately, it's, it's not that I'm doing it for to prove something. It happens because I am something. A natural result. Supernatural result. result. Yeah, yes, supernatural. the natural supernatural result, result because of a, a new nature in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is so just powerful, just in bringing you back to a gratitude for the saving work of Christ in my life, for me specifically thinking about this, that it, it will result in works, and that that is the Lord's doing and yeah. His sustaining and just a gratitude for that work. So let me ask you a question. Oh, boy. You love it when I do this. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Was ever a time where you doubted whether you were born again? Yes. And what – tell tell me a little bit about that. Uh, man, I was in high school, and I remember struggling desperately with it um, for a couple of months. But I'm trying to remember the circumstances, if there was like a trigger or a thought, or if it was just me doubting whether I had said the right thing or said the right words, was it genuine mm-hmm. and questioning my yeah. heart in doing that? Was it genuine? Mm-hmm. Was it sincere? And I, I don't know your story, and this is certainly not an accusation. I think mm-hmm. often what happens where there is repeated failure in a person's life or there is a lack of feeling mm-hmm. uh, or there's a lack of like, I'm making a difference, either failure, uh, feeling, or I'm making an impact, or there may be other ones, but those are the three big ones that come in my mind of going, maybe I'm not saved. 
And I simply ask you that question because I think that if it's hard for me to imagine that there aren't some folks going, uh, I don't know. How do I know if mm-hmm. my if my words are only words alone? And and I, I think I've done some stuff, but it was that real, and it was it enough. And so a, some are doubting their salvation. So any, sure. any, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, so you're allowed to say I don't know. Uh, any recollection of how you worked through that period of maybe it wasn't, maybe it's not real. Trying to remember, I at the time meeting with my Sunday school teacher who had a huge impact and discipleship in my heart. Just multiple meetings with her, mm-hmm. um, and just really being honest about where I was and talking through that. I don't remember if there was like a pers- particular scripture or particular. Mo- I don't remember like the moment where I was like, "Oh, okay, I've settled this." Mm-hmm. So that's still kind of fuzzy, like as I'm thinking okay. through that. But I do remember going to someone. Okay. To have conversations. And I remember even my parents encouraging me. I had conversations with them. Why don't you go talk to okay. this person? So it wasn't Good. something I just had simmering in my mind on my own. Right. But I don't remember other details around it. So maybe a takeaway for a listener who is going, I don't know, that you'd reach out to somebody because mm-hmm. you can start to stare at your navel to the point you're like, I don't know. There's... I can't figure it out. Yeah. So maybe speak to to someone. I know if someone asked me, I don't know. I used to think, well, tell me about when you did trust in Jesus. And I'd mm-hmm. go back and then we'd try, was it sincere when you did? I gave up on that because that's impossible to know. Yeah. Uh, I've simply said, tell me right now in this moment that has brought you here, do you admit that you're a sinner? Do you believe that Christ has paid the penalty for your sin and that by receiving his work on your behalf, he will make you a new person to live a new life? Uh, my, my point being that instead of trying to figure out the genuineness of the past, I praise God for the opportunity of the present and mm-hmm. invite faith to be declared in the present. So if you're wondering, that might be something that you would go, Lord, Thanks for breath today. I'm going to declare faith in you today that through you I can become a new person in Christ. And to just settle it. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't mean you shouldn't talk to somebody else. Sure. Um, but I don't want folks to continue to just flounder in doubt and uncertainty. We can know. If we have the sun, we have life. If we don't have the sun, we don't have life. Yes, absolutely. And if you have any questions and we can serve you in that way, we would right. love to. You can reach us here at the church. Um, come by, call us, email us, and we'll be happy Where to would they email? you. Info at cfcjacks.com. Or you can go on our website and find the Connect card, submit that multiple ways. Message us on Facebook and Instagram, however would yeah, serve or you. Or reach out with this. Yeah, and text us at this number. Oh. We'll be happy to connect with you. Great. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a great afternoon and happy Mother's Day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.